granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. That is hilarious. Just your mouth do. Rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Welcome to Grown Dad Business with Aaron Kleiber. Hey guys, it's me, Aaron Kleiber. Thanks again for uh, listening and uh, rating and reviewing and sharing episodes. Good times. Um, just want to real quick mention my sponsor, PuzzlePacks.com. That's PuzzlePacks with an X, P-A-X.com. If you guys listened before, you know what Puzzle Packs are. They're the dad's best friend and beer's best friend. It's a six-pack holder for your brewskis that folds flat, and you can build yourself without tools. It's a uh, veteran-owned company, American-made product, and a little bonus on the puzzle packs. It has a bottle opener. Yeah, right there on the puzzle packs. So go to puzzlepacks.com, so that's P-A-X.com, and uh, put in Aaron. Put in Aaron as a uh, coupon code. You'll get a couple dollars off. You're welcome. Happy Dad's Day every day at Puzzle Packs. That's it. That's the jingle for Puzzle Packs, guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you want to see some comedy, I'm going to be doing some comedy. Uh, August 21st and 22nd, I'll be at the Comedy Attic, one of the best comedy clubs in the country in Bloomington, Indiana, with Rachel Feinstein. Very funny lady. Uh, also, I'll be on a panel, and I'll be emceeing some shows for the Pittsburgh Comedy Festival. That's August 27th, 28th, and 29th, featuring headliner Todd Glass and also improv group from New York, Bombardo, featuring Aubrey Plaza from the show Parks and Recreation. Really awesome. And then in September, I'll be getting around a little bit. You can check me out at some different places. Uh, if you're from Pittsburgh, huge fundraiser. September 11th at the Carnegie Library of Homestead. It's uh, all six Steel Valley Fire Departments benefiting for a comedy show. It'll be myself, Sean Collier from the DV Morning Show, Mike Wysocki from the Q92 Jim Cren Morning Show, and uh, Brian Litzenbigler, Steel Valley Zone, uh, along with myself, Steel Valley. Uh, it's all benefiting all six Steel Valley Fire Departments. So check that out. Uh, other than that, guys, I've been doing some funny videos at scarehouse.tv. Check that out. And that's about it. Today's guest, check this out. Uh, I've said check this out 400 times. Uh, today's guest is my friend Sean Collier. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Sean Collier and I, we, uh, we're still in the plugging part of the show Good. because uh, Sean Collier and I, for the last year, over a year... We're going on, we're just about to hit two. We're about to hit two years. Yeah. Uh, we do a podcast called You Can't Handle the Truth. It's a movie review podcast, like legit movie reviews. And um, this Friday, uh, right? This Friday. The movie we're seeing tonight. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. That'll be out on Friday. Um, what's the date? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Uh, the day that... You'd think that no, you'd, no. You'd sub to the fourteenth. August fourteenth. You'd August. think you'd think that the, with the way that like trailers hammer the date over your head, we would know them. 
Like that's straight out of Compton, August fourteenth. And yet every time we start an episode, I'm like, what's today? Yeah, what's I Friday? I don't know. It's today. But when you guys are hearing this, uh straight out of Compton, the review on uh Handle the Truth podcast will be coming out August fourteenth, Friday morning. And uh you could check out our podcast at handle the truth podcast.com follow us on at truth podcast on twitter and we just did our 100th episode spectacular yeah check out the 100th episode uh where that was fun we declared our 10 favorite movies yeah of all time uh and i had one that 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 left aaron speechless in shock (laughs) yeah you can find out what that is yeah uh so you guys may be wondering like oh sean must have nine children nope he does not yet another guest that does not have kids but uh a lot of my friends don't have kids but they're very interesting people i have dogs i'm a dog parent that's kind of like the same thing shut up which uh, is very cool to say unless you're talking to an actual parent yeah and then i give you the stank eye and then my left eye starts twitching because me, like the dogs, if I get sick of them, I can just leave and they're fine, which you cannot do with a baby. No, nope, you cannot. You can't just leave a baby in a car like a dog. Well, no, don't leave your dog in a I car. Know, that's, I, that's not safe. That's I was not seeing safe. what you would say for that. That's not okay. But you can be like, hey, dogs, here's a couple treats. I'll be back in four hours, that's, which doesn't work as well with a toddler. I mean, you could just put on Door the Explorer on Netflix Pour, pour goldfish crackers all over the floor, and they're good to go. Dogs or children? Nope. No. Very different. Very different. Uh, so, but Sean and I, I think uh, it, it would be fun tonight to today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening, we're going to talk about uh, childhood movies. Yeah. Movies and kids and movies when we were kids it's fitting that Sean and I talk a little bit about that. Because we talk on the show a lot about whether or not you would let your children see a True. certain movie. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you are much more responsible than a lot of parents. Yeah, but my wife and I are pretty conservative with movies when it comes to, to our kids, for sure. I mean, I have a seven-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son, and we haven't let them watch Shrek yet. Uh, and we have they have they're not watching the Avengers. They're not watching a lot of the superhero movies because there's a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like I've said I think I've said before on the on a podcast like I would love 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 to show my kids Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. My my kids would lose their mind, and they know the characters because they know the Marvel universe because we have Lego Marvel. Mm-hmm. And but it's just like. You know, parental discretion is advised. First of all, if you're listening to this in your van, uh, I might say some things. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to say the words you don't want the yeah, kids no, to hear. No, it's the words in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Like, there's just random swear words. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even need to say them. See? Look. I, right. But there's random swear words and middle fingers. And I'm like, what the? Coming out of an adorable raccoon. I know. Which is doubly problematic. And I'm like, your... why? Like, I can't show my kid this movie because they're, I don't need my four-year-old having these words in his lexicon and he'll he'll use them yes he will absolutely i I saw on facebook today the second word that lukey knows how to write the second okay first of all (laughs) can i i'll tell you the story real quick uh so my son learned how to spell his name first right of course adorable he he learned how to write his name writes luke everybody knows my son's name is luke uh if there's no secret frequent guest of the show hashtag luke the nuke Mm -hmm. uh 
hashtag ask Luke questions. Um, it's just hashtag ask Luke. That's what it is. If you want to ask him any questions. Um, but what happened was, is my daughter would be practicing spelling, right? right? And she would want to quiz me back and she'd be like, daddy, how do you spell shoe? And I'd mm-hmm. be like, F-A-R-T shoe. <laughs> and my seven-year-old daughter Just would- Just a hilarious bit to a seven-year-old. Hilarious bit. Like my daughter would be falling down crying laughing. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, daddy, that's not it. You spell <laughs> fart. While my son is sitting there laughing also, hearing me spell fart over and over. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, she's like, how do you spell bridge? And I'm like, F-A-R-T bridge. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, next question. So my son- you know, uh, we would have a joke with him, and I'd be like, ask Luke if he knows how to spell anything. And she'd be like, Luke, how do you spell bridge? And he'd be like, bridge, X-D-S-F-R-D-X-2. <laughs> and, like, we would laugh, right? Well, now he's picked up where she's like, Luke, how do you spell this? And he's like, F-A-R-T. So, so now he knows. So now that he's learning how to write letters, mm-hmm. I posted a picture on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, there's a lot of fun pictures of Luke. I just posted a vine of Luke that's ridiculous of him eating spaghetti because uh, he's a crazy person. And, uh, you know, I mean, I trained him for four years. Right. Uh, you know, it's like a four-year degree in, in comedy. Right. Uh, so far in his life. So And he's got material. Oh, my I gosh. Saw, we were at Nemecol and eating breakfast, and he just left the table and walked to another table. I, he did five minutes and came back. He killed. He straight up, I forgot about that. Yeah. He does so many funny things I forget, but you remembered. We were at a resort performing comedy. We're at breakfast. Luke is not at the table, and I see him walking away from another table of a couple, and they're laughing their ass off. And he yeah. just walks back and sits down like, I just did a quick bit. Like I was like, what did you – I'm like, what did you say to them? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, what? What did you just do? That's what he does. Um, you got to get him to the open mics because with, with no disrespect to anyone who's trying, he has more material than a number of local comics I can name. Someone put on Instagram, your son is funnier than half the comics I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually want to take him on stage and sit him on my lap one time as like a ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah. And just that would work. have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's what it is about, you know, talking about movies with my kids right. and stuff like that. So for us, like... Sean and I's movie going experiences as children were a lot different. Yes. You know, I mean, for me, I'm 34 years old and I can tell you what movies really, you know, I loved as a kid. But it's, you know, they're very different from yours. uh, Now, do you mean in terms of children's movies or do you mean that you were seven and you saw Die Hard? Well, my first rated R movie I saw when I was, I think, eight years old and it was RoboCop. Yeah. That's rough. I, I just caught that on cable again the other day, and I'm shocked now That's, at how, how violent I know, it was. Man, right? Yeah. What is that, like 87, 88? Yeah, I right mean, about there. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I, I'm not going to pretend I didn't see any of that as a kid, but, but my parents were a little like you and Wendy, where when we were kids, we were watching kids' movies. Yeah. And they, you know, they they gradually loosened up and by the time I was 12 right. or 13, like I think I saw The Shining when I was 12 or 13 and you know, went to I, I, I the first horror movie I saw was was uh I know what he did last summer rated R probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like I went with my dad that was to your see first that. first rated R movie? Oh hmm, my gosh. That might have been. See, that's, In the theater I think it was. Or your first like horror movie. Yeah. See, that's In crazy the because like I 
there was a point in my life where we were kind of latchkey kids, mm-hmm. you know. So from when I was about nine and on, my sister and I were latchkey kids, you know. So all we did was rent movies. We rented movies from far more. Five days, five dollars, five movies. And the, the you know the seventeen year old working at Farmore didn't Did, didn't care if the ten year old was renting. I spit well, on your grave. Well, right. Yeah. But my mom would rent them. Right. But my mom has been always really cool, pretty open, you know, mm-hmm. with like, you know, talks about alcohol, drugs, sex ed. My mom's been really cool. My mom is like a fun, cool hippie grown up. You know what I mean? She's pretty she was pretty cool about stuff. So um so yeah, like I I, I rented Night of the Living Dead and Reanimator and right. you know, Candyman when I was, you know, was just like when I was like 12, 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but I will say it, I have felt over my life some kind of desensitization. Yeah, I, I, we, we almost got into this once and, and then started talking about something else. I mean, I, I think, you know, the, my favorite movie as a kid was The Sandlot. Wow. Right? Yeah. Which came out, I think, when I was eight or nine, you know, baseball, kids being bad. Like, I loved it. Yeah, And, yeah, it, yeah. and it holds up. It, oh, I it's loved it very too. funny today. For sure. But... That movie would never come out with a PG rating today because they you swear think? constantly. Oh, yeah, and it's kids swearing, it's, too. Yeah, it's like eight-year-olds. I don't think there's an F-bomb in there, but that's, no, that's about not. it. Um, you know, they, there's right. kids chewing tobacco until they throw up yeah, yeah. and uh, orchestrating a, was a, different time. a devious plan to make out with the lifeguard. Right. Uh, and, you know... I don't think that would be a PG movie. Today. It would be a PG-13 movie because anything can be a PG-13 movie. True. Until you pull someone's spine out, apparently it's <laughs> PG-13 today. But I, I wonder about this because I'm definitely desensitized to violence. Yeah. But I, I don't think that like hearing those words and seeing bad behavior when I was eight or nine... Uh, and my brother, when he was five or six, because, you know, you know already or you'll find out soon, the the younger kid forces his way into everything the older kid oh, is abso- doing. Yeah, sure. You know? Absolutely. So I don't think that that necessarily had a really negative effect on me. Yeah. So do you think, you know, if you showed your kids the Sandlot tomorrow, I know you're not gonna. But you yeah. think if 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 you showed them a movie with a bunch of bad words and some naughty behavior, do you think that's bad for them? No, but I think over time, I think there's a bunch of things that I think I felt like because of movies, I knew about sex a lot earlier, and that may have sure. been good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not it wasn't a good thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was watching Dangerous Liaisons when I was eleven. Just yeah. because I picked it out and was like, because I would go through the movie rental place, you know, or wherever, farm or blockbuster, and I would just pick like, oh, one drama, one horror, one comedy, one action. You know what I mean? I right. was just like, this looks interesting. Or or Sea of Love. I was like, this guy was in Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I remember right. getting Sea of Love because I was like, that's Scarface. Right. And yes, I saw Scarface. Yeah. At like 11, 12. No, I, I, and violence is the one where I'm, I'm worried about it. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't have kids, but, you know, when we start to talk about what should kids be seeing, it really bothers me when you have a movie like, um, 
I think the last Terminator was PG-13. Right. And the RoboCop remake was PG-13. Right. And I, I think this thing where you're saying, well, there's no gore, so it's I agree. okay. I agree. I, I think like... We did talk about this. I think a 12 or a 13-year-old seeing like constant gunfire yeah. is probably bad, especially when in a PG-13 movie, it's like no consequences. Right. Because if anything, like a dude falls down... You know, yeah. a guy gets shot 20 times and falls down and there's no blood. I think that like that, that's the bad kind of desensitization when you're showing there are no, no real consequences. consequences. Right. Physical or right. whatever. And that's, you know, I showed my son. My son is obsessed with Captain America. Captain mm. America and Batman are both both of our favorite heroes. Right. And uh, DC and Marvel, respectively. Yeah. <laughs> like that's our have two to be even. favorite. Yeah. You know. And so I showed him, like, I showed my kids select scenes from Avengers. I showed him the Hulk and Thor fight. Right. Um, but I showed him select scenes from the first Captain America, the first Avenger, because mm-hmm. I love it. It's mm-hmm. still one of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, scenes of him training and, like, scenes of him running around, like, throwing his shield. I showed him fighting Red Skull. Like, my son seeing Red Skull, like, blew his mind. Like, yeah. in real life, like, real life Red Skull. Like, he was just like, oh, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and Thor and, you know, Hulk fighting in Avengers, like, blew his mind. Um, but then, like, Winter Soldier, it was just a lot of SWAT teams. Yeah. It was a lot of just military and machine guns. And I was like, none of this. I can't show. See, when, when, when you know, Captain America's running around doing flips and throwing his shield at Nazis, a.k.a. Hydra, mm-hmm. you know, that's comic book action. My son is in. You know what I mean? Right. But um, but you know, when it's like just like SWAT teams firing machine, yeah, like thousands of rounds of machine guns, um, and we're not crazy about guns, we're yeah. not. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't get guns for our kids. My son just got like a Buzz Lightyear gun, and we're like, eh. Well, you yeah, know? it's it, you know, you you don't. I'm not worried about kids seeing the realities of the world. But right. I'm worried about, like, I'm worried about certain types of violence looking cool, right? You know, like, oh my god, he's got a gun that comes out of his thing, and he's got a machine gun yeah. mounted onto the. Now I'm a little like I don't know what that's doing. Yeah, guns are cool, yeah. absolutely, and I don't I don't want it to be like that because I was like that as a kid. I mean, I played yeah. guns every day. Yeah. But I was also out running around playing Jason Voorhees, you know, like right. with a with a hockey mask on and, you know, chasing my neighborhood friends around, you know what I mean, right. in a hockey mask, stalking them and murdering them. Like, right. I right. I really did play stalking around in a hockey mask murdering kids. Right. You know, I mean, I I I railed through all the Friday the 13th when I was probably 9 or 10. Wow. And and the Freddies railed yeah. through them. Yeah. I mean, I I remember I saw The Exorcist when I was maybe 12 or 13. Who man. I have my, I still remember that messing me up a little bit. My my old uh, roommate Laura, she is so terrified of The Exorcist cuz she saw it at about that age, like 11 or 12, like with her family. Her family was just like this is a oh, classic, shoot. you know, and she's nope. so terrified of it now that she has nightmares not about Linda Blair, not about being possessed. She has nightmares where someone like creeps up to her with a tablet and shows her the exorcist. Like she's traumatized just by the concept of watching the movie. That's funny. And uh, with your Netflixes and stuff. 
Yeah. Oh, how no, do you absolutely. how do you keep your kids away from it? Yeah. If they're like, you know, oh, I got the room to myself. I'm going to put on Evil Dead. Right. It's tough. I don't know how parental controls work, but uh, well, Netflix is uh, you create uh, you do create users. Okay. And my kids have their own user, mm-hmm. and it's really like you can pick like. Uh, I think like preschool Y seven like what rating you can rating and under mm-hmm. and I think we have Y ten and under okay and that's all that shows up that's good so it's like it's funny because my son will come downstairs or every once in a while they'll accidentally click on Daddy's Netflix <laughs> right and, and and it'll just be best in horror right like or what right. I just watched human centipede yeah 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 right or what I just it'll show what I just watched in a hotel in Syracuse <laughs> right you know what I mean and it's like. It's horrifying things. Yeah. It's like, I remember my son um, saw the cover for Your Next. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Daddy, why is that sheep angry? <laughs> like, and you don't have a good answer for nope. that right now. And I'm like, well, because he has fun invading people's homes and torturing them, son. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> the, the flips, I mean, violence, I, you know, I want violent movies to be rated R more often. The flip side is... I yeah, think if, I think we go. I, I think if I think if there's if there's I think they should like you know how they count swear words. Yeah, I think they should count the amount of guns that go off. Right. Like if there's like you know if you have a movie like, um, let's just say The Fugitive. Yeah. You know I don't I don't know why because it just saw it on cable or something, but like say The Fugitive has like you know one f word and like two guns in it. Yeah. That's PG thirteen. Sure. But then you take this movie where there's just machine guns going off everywhere yeah. and hardly any swearing. PG. That's for kids. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. The flip side is, I, you know, the thing that does get the R they rating. They count rounds. Yeah, yeah. Individual. Ten or less. Ten or less is PG-13. But with... Three or less is PG. With sex and nudity, they go straight oh. to R. Well, God forbid. See, what's right. funny is, it's like... If my son saw a topless girl yeah. in a movie, yeah. he would think nothing of it. Right. Because they have a mommy yeah. that has breastfeeds their little baby. Yeah. It's not like, you know, my wife's walking around breastfeeding all all over the place. But they but he he knows what boobies he knows, are. He knows what they're for. Right. You know, it's nothing if if my if my son accidentally saw, you know, a girl take her shirt off. Yeah. Uh, American Pie. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth yeah. took her shirt off. He he would kind of be like, oh boy, she's naked, right? Like <laughs> right. He, like he knows naked is private, right? You know what I mean? But it's like, and but then he would walk in and watch Evil Dead, yeah. You know, or just or just a movie where it's just like, right, machine guns everywhere. He'd be like, oh man, whoa, whoa, right, whoa, like there's right. a lot of machine guns. Totally different. I I don't get it at all. You know, uh, uh, blue is the warmest color was rated yeah. NC-17 right. in America. And there was this little scandal where a couple of theaters, indie theaters, were like, we're not enforcing that. If a, if a teenager, if a 15-year-old comes in and wants to see this, we're letting them see it. Because it's a movie about relationships. It's right. a movie about relationships and, was, and love. And there was uh, sex nudity. There's, there, well, to be fair, there are preposterously long sex like eight minute long sex like graphic sex scenes i i get that i almost get it there but you're telling me that no one under 17 can see a sex scene in a movie about people who are in love and a movie about what their relationship is no we can't let them see that why right why you think a 14 15 year old doesn't know 
about know, things. Right? They do. And, you know, it, I, I, I mean, I'm all for context. You yes. know, you're talking about well, uh, would, uh, showgirls. Yeah. yeah, maybe a kid shouldn't see that because that's yeah, different. I, prostitution, but, sexual assault. Right. You know, don't crime, like to see it. sex crimes. Yeah. But you're talking about nudity and sex and love. It's like, please right. let a 13, 14 year old right. see that. So they start to like understand some things about. And you know what's grown-ups. funny is that you go see, you know, a movie about relationships and a boob pops out and there's some sex. Yeah. Right. People in in relationships, married, whatever, having sex, even so to speak, making love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to see that movie anyway. Right. They're not going to really want to. Right. They're going to go out of their way to go see American Pie or yeah. I don't know why that keeps coming up. It's because I studied media like It's a sex comedy. I studied what media in college and that was like the hot movie then. Right. Back in the day, I'm sorry. I was in college in the early 2000s. Um but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh they're going to want to go see that. Mm-hmm. Or or let's say 50 Shades of Grey. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of 15, 16, 17 year old girls mm-hmm. that want to go see it because that's the hot thing. Right. And I would bet that there's probably a lot of teenage girls that read the book. Yeah. You know, which is disturbing in my own in my no. own uh, morality. Well, and then again, that worries me, not because bondage is naughty or not because, you know, two adults can't, you know, explore. I'm talking about. You know, I th- this is what makes it tough. I think if you're rating a movie, you have to look and say, Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, there's some weird, dark things going on there. There's some sexual things that well, are, I, I, are disturbing and, and not and, and very, you know, complicated. Maybe right. that's a movie that should be an NC-17. Blue right. is the warmest color. There's people making love. Um, that should be a PG-13 movie. Yeah. You, you, sh- you have to have the context to be like, there's more nudity and sex in this one, but it's right. safer than this one over here. I, I think th- that's a really good point. Uh, I think that we don't want... Maybe this is just me, but like you said something like like the S&M, right? In, yeah. In Fifty Shades of Grey. I think there's certain parts of life that we should try to withhold... Like there's something like that. I think they sh- we should try to withhold to a certain age, just mm-hmm. like we withhold driving and alcohol to a certain age, to where they're responsible enough and grown up enough to process why this may be a pleasurable thing to adults. Well, does this make they, does that make sense? They've got to understand the basic stuff first. It's, yes, it, absolutely. It's, it's like anything else. Like you don't right, throw, right now, right. your your seven year old understands men and women, and they have different body parts and sure. whatever. And then and when they're and daddy's kiss, and when they're twelve or yeah. thirteen, they'll understand what sex is. Right. But then maybe they're fifteen, sixteen. They start to understand some of the emotional side of that. Sure. Right. I I agree. I think that you've got to like ease them t- in, ease them into <laughs> yeah. it, and take it a couple of steps at a time. Right. Um. So don't show your eight year olds fifty shades of gray is what yeah. we're saying it's pretty simple yeah uh but you know what disney disney is doing really good right now in terms of appropriate for pretty much all ages i agree pixar too pixar is the one movie that i know i can show my kids all the time right all the time right there's nothing and i know um i think i've gotten i've gotten some flack from some parents before where i mention you know you're at a dinner party or something i don't know mm-hmm. and they're like you know my two-year-old's watching shrek or my four-year-old's watching shrek yeah this is always the movie for me right that i always bring up about kids is that you know 
Oh, and uh, let's go to a new movie. How about that? Minions. Yeah. I, so we saw the trailer for Minions, mm-hmm. and they're making fun of suicide and execution. Yeah, and it's... And I'm and not crazy about that. Like the that. Minions are wearing well, thongs and exactly. making out with fire hydrants exactly. in the hot tub. So there's things like that where also there was adult jokes in Shrek. Right. And my kids may not get it, but I'm like, uh-uh. I don't. Yeah. I don't need my four year old thinking thongs are hilarious. No, you and, know what I mean. Like, and I and some people may be thinking you might be listening. You're like, oh well, you're a prude. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know, and this is me taking like a. You know, I'm like, well, my kids are going to be pretty great kids. That's yeah. that's that's where I come from. And the last thing I would point out, which we'll complain about every now and then, is some people think that their two, three, four year old, oh, he doesn't understand what's going on, so I'm going to go see whatever I want to see. You mean like the three-year-old that was in Evil Dead? Yes, the remake. Yeah. And Where, if anybody saw the remake of Evil Dead, sweet Lord Jesus. I was at Jurassic World. Were, were we together? World. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 we were not. We were. No, because you went to a public uh, showing. I, went, uh, I think I went out of town, I yeah. think. And I was out of town, and about a third of the way into the movie, I, I was angry. Yeah. And I said, how is your toddler enjoying Evil Dead? And people around me laughed. Right. They all laughed. Because this little kid was screeching. Uh, and I guess probably about halfway through, they had to take him out. Right. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks. But now that he's already seen the buckets of blood. I just saw Jurassic World. Yeah, no, and, not for kids. And there not was for a, kids. probably a three or four-year-old up up close. Oh, my God. And <laughs> when, whenever, whenever the kid wasn't like literally running around the theater because they were bored, yeah. they were screaming because there was a dinosaur and it was scary. And the parents won't leave. Well, and the, the, some of the violence in Jurassic World is just unreal. And, and you, I mean, you like, think, oh, he doesn't get that. He gets it, dude. No, that's terrifying. Yeah. My kids watched scenes of the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. And, you know, I showed them the T-Rex scene, and that was terrifying to them. Sure. I mean, that was, it's supposed to be. You're, and you're talking but, about a scene where nobody gets killed. You're just talking no, about, he's trying to get in the car. But, of course But I also is. think that, you know, my wife's like, oh, is this going to be okay for them? I go, you know what? This is scary. Mm-hmm. But I want them to watch it. Yeah, there's because there's nobody, a value comes into it too. You know, is this something that's you know a good work of art? It, it was a thing where, well, yeah, that and it was a thing where it was like, even when the guy got eaten on the toilet, I was like, yep, ooh, okay, yeah. But you know what? Dinosaurs would eat people, right? And so my kids were scared. I think in the appropriate way. It's not gratuitous. It's, but my you know. son talked about it for the rest of the day, right? And it was thrilling to him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a balance. Like, you, that's a... They didn't show the whole movie. Right. You know, they didn't see the whole film. Balance and being selective and trying, yeah, to, trying to pick I, I the right I thought that place. was, you know, uh, and them watching Hulk and Thor fight. You know right. what I mean? But um, as, as we're about to go into the theater here, I'm sorry, you know, maybe I'm speaking as not a parent, but moms and dads, when you have that baby... You can't go to the movie theater for a couple of years. No, you cannot. You can f- hire a babysitter <laughs> if you want to go to the movies. If you can't afford a babysitter, I'm sorry. You can't go to the movies. You know, most new movies I see twice. You right. know why, Sean? Why? Because I either see them with you at the screener. Yeah. I see them opening weekend when I'm on the road doing comedy. That's the first time I see them. Mm-hmm. The second time I see them is when they're at Redbox or come out on Netflix because my wife wants to see it. Right. My wife does not get out to new movies. Mm-hmm. We, you know, like next, this week, we're going to take my kids to go see Sean the Sheep. Yeah. As like a, because they're great. 
the Wallace and Gromit guys yeah. are spectacular. Chicken and Run my, and oh, uh, and my um, kids watched all those. They love them. I, I put those guys up with Pixar. I don't know their company. Uh, I, forget I don't. I called. forget the name of it too. They are spectacular. Flushed away. Yes, they are spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. My kids loved Wallace and Gromit. I, my son, when he was like three, I sh- after we watched like Shaun the Sheep and we mm-hmm. started watching Chicken Run, I go, I got to show you guys the Wallace and Gromits. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my son's losing it. Right. Because it's like slapstick comedy. Right. It's like the Odd Couple. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, they're spectacular. But uh, but yeah, that's when we go to a movie. Right. You know, it's like my wife's gonna see. You know, Sean the Sheep. <laughs> she'll she'll get to Jurassic World in a couple yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, thanks, dude. Hey, thanks for um, having me. Sean's Anytime. one of my closest friends. And uh, I think that, you know, Sean may be one of the, you know, I think I'm going to have you back because I think Sean and I could always talk about kids in movies. Yeah. Uh, for grown dad business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anytime. It's something I love. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean's, you know, my partner on our podcast, Handle the Truth podcast handlethetruthpodcast.com uh search it for for it on iTunes but uh Sean do you have anything coming up uh, people can come see you do comedy yeah you already hit a couple of them Sean, um, Sean's usually around Pittsburgh yeah so. where uh when does this drop this episode August 12th uh then uh August 14th this Friday I will be at Arcade Comedy Theater you'll be there too I believe I think so uh for the 10 p.m show stand-up show at Arcade Comedy Theater Friday the 14th of August uh you mentioned the uh the Pittsburgh Comedy Festival yeah I will be there Friday August 28th with Todd Glass Sean is opening for Todd Glass really pumped that's yeah, going to be awesome, really cool. and and telling I'm begging people now to buy their tickets because it's, it's a small theater. It's going to sell it's out. It's going to sell out very quick. Uh, and you mentioned as well September the 11th uh, at the Carnegie Library Music Hall of Homestead. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I I, I just saw Mark Marin there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great room. It's a you know that's that's who plays there. Mark Marin was there. Dave Chappelle yeah. was there. But we're have you been get, on that stage? Yes. It's so awesome. And but you know what? I've never been on that stage for something that went particularly well. Like I was there like, hey, really? do ten minutes in between these bands at this concert, <laughs> which is not fun. So I, I mean I still have one of my best stand up memories of all time. I got to open for Simbad, one of my influences. Yeah. And uh got to hang out with him in his dressing room. That's a tale for another time, but that was uh Pretty amazing. But it's an amazing, historic theater. Sounds amazing from every seat. I'm so pumped to get there when it's packed and and for a good cause, So if you're around the Pittsburgh area, September 11th, that's Still Valley uh, Comedy, Still Valley Fire Department fundraiser, Mm -hmm. comedy fundraiser. Uh, But that's it. Guys, thanks for joining me for Grown Dad Business. Please rate and review the podcast. Check out mine and Sean's podcast, Handle the Truth podcast. And, uh, yeah, share it on Facebook. Tweet me uh, questions to Ask Luke, hashtag Ask Luke. And uh, check out, of course, my sponsor, Puzzle Packs. That's packs with an X.com. Code word. I like saying code word like I'm a spy. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. And uh, that's about it, guys. Follow your heart.